Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hello, Kieran. And just so you're aware, the seventh deadly sin was themselves. Ooh. That's right. I'm dropping truth bombs left, right and center. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. And that's the sort of thing you can expect on the best podcast in the world. Oh, really? Yes. We're going that far now. Yeah. I wouldn't promise that of people. You've got to dress for the job you want. Okay. Yeah, he's coming in a suit, folks. (laughs) Matty D's dressed to impress today, even though it's an audio podcast. Fake it till you make it. Speaking of, this week we're talking about the ninth installment of the Saw franchise. That's right. Who can believe that this thing's still going nine, after all these years? Nine movies. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Now, you were telling me a little bit of trivia earlier that this movie originally was going by a different name. Yeah, it was going by the name, apparently, the Organ Donor, which is an interesting really? name. Because I guess. Yeah, wow. Replacing I think organs. That's good because I think we can work that element into our plot if we really wanted to. Yes. I think it says more about this plot than, I suppose, the trailer that we saw or even the title says. Or Spiral. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't really work in the title a lot, as I've found out in John Wick. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So maybe we should try to do that a little bit more. Maybe it'll get us closer to the mark. But yeah, we're working together with this one. Yeah, that's right. We should probably explain exactly what we're doing. Typically, what we do on this show is we look at upcoming Hollywood blockbusters, and then we attempt, just through sheer powers of observation and predictions, we try and guess what's going to happen in that movie. Yeah, that's right. And then we go and see the movie and see how close we got. Now, typically at this point, I would say what is currently in cinemas, but basically nothing's in cinemas at the moment. A, yeah. A Quiet Place Part 2 was supposed to be coming out this weekend. Well, which is funny because the cinema is a quiet place yeah, right now. Right. And but, a few cinemas have closed as well. Yeah, that's right. I expect more delays to come, but A Quiet Place Part 2 is one of the first movies in our lineup that's been delayed indefinitely. So who knows when we'll be talking about that movie The again. virus hasn't stopped this podcast, though. No, that's Wex right. Wex still trucking along. That's right. <laughs> don't, don't cough. But yeah. Yeah, usually we each come up with uh, the plot ourselves and we come together and we see who got a better plot or gets closer to the actual movie. But once a month, we like to get together and predict the movie together. Yeah, see if Kieran's big brain and my big brain can come together. Yeah, we rub our heads together and see what comes out. (laughs) Usually dandruff, but sometimes some good ideas come out. For example, without spoiling too much, I recently saw Bloodshot, one Mm -hmm. of the movies that we previously predicted together. That's out now, yes. Yeah, and I would say, again, without spoiling anything, we got it about 95% correct. Yeah, that one. And I was blown away by that. Were you blown away? Because I thought the trailer. Well, I was disappointed. (laughs) You were blown away with disappointment. Yes. Because that was one I wasn't too worried about. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you're listening. Everybody said that the trailer did give everything away (laughs) and they were right. But if you're listening at home, let us know what you think. Let us know how you think, how well we did with that one. But yeah, this week we're doing Saw. Yeah, Spiral. Spiral. Not to be confused with Saw. It's from the Book of Saw, which I didn't know was a novel series. (laughs) I thought they were movies. So they're probably an adaptation from a book series I'm guessing yeah. wow. <laughs> there's too many of these movies these movies yeah, that's right these movies have gone for a decade yeah so put I, it to bed I think they've been going from almost two decades yeah now. I remember the first movie came out in 2003 if yeah you remember it was a little independent movie that it cost was, about 1.2 million dollars all in one location pretty yeah. much and it ended up making over a million dollars so thus a brand new series was born yeah and, and it was huge for its time I think uh, the twist was one of the best twists in movie history I think a yeah. lot of people remember that fondly and we've been pumping out Saw movies ever since Absolutely. Um, Now, 
I'm proud to say that Saw was originally an Australian conception. Yeah. I think they filmed their concept movie for it before they made the Saw film proper. I think they filmed the, the little short concept for it right here where we record the show. Mm. Not in this studio, though it wouldn't surprise me. They look very <laughs> similar. Well, that this bathroom does seem familiar yeah, with exactly. all the blood spots. And we are both chained to the, to the pipes. That's why we do a podcast every week. But the movie was originally written, the original Saw movie that is, by Lee Winnell, who we've discussed before in our... Oh, what was it? Was it The Invisible Man? episode. Mm. He was the director of that movie. I believe he might have been the writer as well, but I could be mistaken. And the original director for the first Saw movie was James Wan, who went on to do the Fast and Furious movies. Yes. So everyone is making big leaps and bounds, I suppose. So we got a little bit of an alumni yeah. with, with this uh, with this movie. And then eight movies later, we're talking about the ninth Saw movie. again. Spiral. Yeah. You're right. I forgot this movie started in like the early 2000s. That's wild. Well, not this movie. This series. Well, this series. This series. So someone who was born when the first movie came out is like an adult now. Yeah, exactly. They're going to the bottle shop as we speak. <laughs> Just in case anybody out there isn't really familiar with the Saw franchise, we should probably briefly explain what exactly its deal is. Matty D, how would you sum it up in the briefest way possible? So it is a thriller slash horror franchise in which the whole idea is it's people stuck in a situation where they got to use... Probably less than noble people. They're typically yeah. being taught a lesson yeah. by the evil Jigsaw. It's like a really extreme violent puzzle room. Yeah, exactly. Hence the name Jigsaw, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Wow, I didn't even put that together until now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's people trying to work their way out of a room or a situation, and there's a lot of sort of violent people trying to get out of traps and... Violent situations. Violent situations, that's right. Yeah, a lot of people said that Saw really helped to usher in the gore porn genre, if you remember Mm -hmm. that, where it was movies like Saw and Hostel and just really over-the-top gory movies that really focus on violence. that's right. Hostel came after. More so than anything else. But believe it or not, the makers of Saw, Lee Winnell and James Wan, actually disagree with that assessment. They say that this is more about the horror rather than the gore. (laughs) But yeah, the sequels say otherwise. Yeah. I remember there was a movie where there was like a woman in public. There was a woman in two guys with saw blades connected near their arms and they were held in position and there was a woman being lowered from the ceiling and they're in a glass box in the middle of like a public square and everyone on the streets like looking into the glass box as this woman gets lowered down onto these saw blades and like her guts are flying everywhere like in public yeah in public oh okay like little kids are watching no I don't think they (laughs) went that far with it but yeah was that promotional material for the movie yeah might have (laughs) been no this was actually in the movie yeah but from what I understand Lee Winnell and James Wan were both pretty far removed moved from the films at that point mm. so i guess the original conception it sort took, of evolved and took its own yeah, shape it took a life of its own so i guess it's important to note that the lead antagonist for this film series was originally like a guy an ex-cancer patient and he's trying to show people the value of life yeah that's right. the whole thing but he's been that's the whole dead. message and i hate to spoil that for people but he's been dead for a while so yeah that's right but the philosophy of the movie kind of is living on it's like people carry on his work in the other films like once a he dies. like a cult leader or something so it's yeah. people who were terrible people that are taking advantage of other people or not living their best life, as we've seen that trope a million times, and being put in situations where they've got to prove themselves. Yeah, exactly. And and what was the name of that ventriloquist dummy that rides the little bike? I don't know. It I has its remember. own name. It's I, not Jigsaw. No, um, I can't remember. But, but I know. it has its own name. Everyone's going to hate us out there for <laughs> okay. not remembering it. But yeah. Whatevs. <laughs> it was like Billy. I it was Billy. Was it Billy? It was Billy. That was what it was. It's Billy Eilish. Yeah, it is. Just boring people to death with their singing. Stop hating on Billie yeah. Eilish. All right, moving you on. You goddamn boomer. 
So what's your history with the Saw franchise, Matty D? Uh, look, I remember when the first movie came out and it was garnering a lot of hype and I went and watched praise. it. I didn't watch it in cinemas. I watched it in a DVD, you know, those old mm, things. Yeah. And I thought it was really good and I watched the second one and I enjoyed that because it was- There was really- a woman who got thrown in a pit of needles. Yeah, That's that- the only thing I remember I just, about that I movie. just enjoyed that one character that was just a jerk the entire yeah. way through. But I haven't seen one since. That's my history with the yeah. movie. I liked the first one. I thought it was a really good concept, but I was kind of like, ah- how many times did you see the first Saw movie? Uh, twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And I saw the second one once, and it was just not a franchise I was really interested in outside of the first movie. I don't know. I just That's my history. There's not much to talk about, really. And now we're nine movies in. Yeah. What about you? Believe it or not, my history is extremely similar to yours. I'd heard all the hype around the movie, and I finally got an opportunity to see it when it came out on DVD. And I think I really enjoyed the first movie. But obviously too. not too much, because I only watched it, I think, maybe twice, just like you. And the second time, I was only watching it because someone else was watching it. I was walking in and out of the room. Yeah. And I watched the second one because I guess I was impressed enough by the first one. But I remember thinking that the second one was a real dip in quality. I think it was trying to live up to the first one a little bit too much. Yeah. Exactly. And just fell a little bit short. Yeah, exactly. Because um, remember the twist was... I, I don't, can't remember what the twist was, but I remember it being really, really well, overly elaborate. The twist like, was huh? that Jigsaw died and then his work was being carried on by one of Somebody the survivors else. from the previous movie. It was the girl. And she was a girl who was thrown in the pit of needles in that second movie. Yeah. So she was the one planning and, and helping Jigsaw complete his mission. She was like charmed, right? That I lady. think so. But I, I thought the twist was really good in, yeah. the, in that movie and it really yeah. caught me off guard. And I remember watching it a They've second never time. Out- done it just to see like you know if i could catch the yeah. hints in between you wanted to see if he was breathing but i think other than those two reasons to watch there's not a lot of reasons for the average film goer no. to watch that movie no exactly like once you know the ending it's kind of like eh. and if it's been spoiled for you i guess it kind of ruins the whole movie for you because you're not going to get a lot from it knowing those twists yeah which conveniently enough on a show called potential spoilers we <laughs> haven't ruined it but yeah again back to my history Quite like you, I didn't watch any of the other movies after the second one. I've seen bits and pieces, I think, on YouTube or maybe as other people are watching them. I'm, again, I'm walking in and out of the room. But yeah, I can't say I've ever really been drawn to any of them after the second movie. I don't know what that is about us. I don't know what that says. But yeah, I guess it's just not a franchise for us. We yeah. liked it well enough to start with. But eh, what happened? Yeah, if someone, and I don't know anybody, but if somebody came up to me and was like, I'm a real big fan of the Saw franchise, I wouldn't think less of them. No, of course not. I don't think it's a bad franchise. I just don't care to go yeah. out and seek it out. I do not partake in it, indubitably. Let's talk about Spiral. What do we know about the movie so far? So at the moment, we have one trailer that I could find. Have you been able to find one? No, there was just one trailer as far as I Just one trailer. We know we've got Chris Rock in it. I'm sure we'll cover that in the casting. Yep. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And it looks like it's from the perspective of the detectives... Mm-hmm. uncovering a case. And it gives me a very a big... A serial killer case. Yeah, a serial killer case. It gives me a very big seven vibe. Or uh, Zodiac. Or Zodiac. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. Well, or I even Dirty even Harry in a way, but I'll get into that. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's got this really 70s vibe. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah, I yeah. did. So detectives are together. We're not really given a lot of information about the actual case they're uncovering, but no. I guess knowing the franchise, we can kind of make an estimate. Yeah. But it's detectives well, together to. uncovering something, a ray of serial killings that are unorthodox. Yeah, I guess is there that's pretty much the meat and potatoes of the trailer, yeah. right? I couldn't have put it any better myself. 
Now, we do actually have an official description of the movie. Oh, this useful official description. Yeah. I love these. Released by the filmmakers themselves. They've said, Working in the shadow of an esteemed police veteran, played by Samuel Jackson, brash detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks, played by Chris Rock, and his rookie partner, detective William Schenk, played by Max Mingler, take charge of a grisly investigation into murders that are eerily reminiscent of the city's gruesome past. Must be San Francisco. It's a grisly situation. Yes. Unwittingly trapped in a deepening mystery, Zeke finds himself at the centre of the killer's morbid game. Mm, Yeah, Mm. that doesn't tell us a lot, does it? No, it doesn't. But that, I think, draws back into the themes that you brought up in the stylization of the movie, the city's morbid past. Are you thinking Zodiac Killer? Are you thinking San Francisco? Are you thinking Seven? I was just thinking the city's past was a reference to the Jigsaw killings. No, well, I don't think the Jigsaw killings were specific to one city. I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, Both you and I are clearly not experts on the series, but I think it might be referring to the Zodiac Killer. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think of that. I'm just trying to work out if a spiral is any Zodiac symbol in itself, but no, I was trying to work out where spiral comes from, and my... The cheeks of Billy. (laughs) The ventriloquist dummy had spirals on his cheeks. That's true. And there's a lot of spiral imagery in the trailer. Yeah, that's right. So the serial killer seems to mark his sites where he's killed people with orange spirals. Yes, yes. Where originally he did it with a jigsaw piece. Yeah, that's so right. So maybe that's to do with it. But I do know that like they named Saw because there was a saw in the main room yeah. of the mo- the first they movie. They wanted so them to saw their own legs off. Yeah, I mean, it had multiple meanings. But I yeah. guess maybe there's going to be a trap in this movie that'll be to do with a spiral. Yeah. Could be. Or like a maze or trapped maybe. in a twisting turning, never-ending loop. Or like something to do with a bolt or a screw. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, that's <laughs> a bit of a stretch. Okay. Oh, well. We'll throw anything out there. See it's what a sticks. spiral staircase. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Here's a prediction straight yep. off the bat. I think there'll be a spiral staircase in the movie. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Great. All right. <laughs> let's go home. I think we've wrapped uh, it up. We've done it. So in the movie, there'll be a spiral sca- yep. staircase. But before we start talking about the movie any further, let's talk about who's in the movie. Of course, as we already mentioned, playing Detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks is Chris Rock, who I'm very surprised to see in this movie. Look, in the trailer, he looks really good. Yeah. I'm really he's interested. He's the producer of the movie too, by the really, way. Really, is yeah, he? Yeah, This is his brainchild. I think he's pulling a really good performance based on what I can see. So yeah. I'm actually excited to see what he does with this. It's very outside his wheelhouse. So I- I'm really excited. Yeah. Well, speaking of his wheelhouse, I think everyone will remember Chris Rock from his sitcom, Everybody Hates Chris. Yes. As well as playing the zebra Marty in the Madagascar movies. I thought you were going to say playing... Adam Sandler's best friend. Yeah, in all of the early in all Adam, the Adam Sandler, Sandler movies. Yeah, Adam Sandler movies. But I think, as I mentioned last week, he's coming up in Fargo season four in a serious role as well. So I think this movie will be like a sampler of what's going to happen in Fargo season four, acting-wise anyway. Fargo's pulling out these great performances yeah. from these unassuming actors. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's doing a Brian Cranston these days, and I think <laughs> it's Chris Rock's turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess we we can't not mention Chris Rock SNL fame as well, yeah, right? Yeah, that's he was right. An SNL that's where he made alumni. his start. Big comedy actor, but doing a serious performance. So we might get shades of comedy here yeah, and there, maybe. but I think, I think it's going to be a... I think his voice is the funniest thing about him. <laughs> Not to be too harsh on poor Chris. Sure, sure. But yeah, I'm really interested to see what he does with his character. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I'm really keen. As I say, I want to see him do something different. Mm, me too. He might have done other stuff that we haven't seen that's also serious, but yeah. This is the most mainstream thing I think he's putting out there at the moment. Next up, playing veteran police officer Marcus Banks is Samuel L. Jackson, who we've discussed before. Welcome back, Samuel. He, of course, appeared as Nick Fury in Avengers Endgame, as well as Spider-Man Far From Home. And again, if you're not familiar with Samuel L. Jackson, you're obviously not watching movies because he does at least five a year and has done for the last 20 to 30 years. (laughs) 
I remember the first movie I ever saw Samuel Jackson in. Was I it think, Pulp Fiction? No, it wasn't Pulp Fiction. I think it was Goodfellas. Was it Goodfellas? Yeah, where you don't even really see his face. I yeah, he was in Goodfellas, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. He um, played Stax, who was uh, a delivery driver who you see, the mafia took you advantage see, of. Like pretty much the back of his head. Yeah, that's right. As he gets shot by Joe Pesci. That was one of his first movies, or if not yeah. his first movie, was it? No, I think his first movie was Do the Right Thing, the Spike Lee movie. Okay, I can't even remember the where first. he was the radio. DJ. The first movie I've seen Samuel L. Jackson in. He's Probably those... Jurassic Park. Maybe. 1993's Jurassic possibly, Park. But he possibly. was in Do the Right Thing before that. There you go. Look at me pulling out my Samuel L. Jackson knowledge. Next up, playing detective, I guess his newbie rookie detective, William Schenk, is Max Mingler, who I know best as Nick from Handmaid's Tale. Yep. He's got these massive eyebrows that really stand out. <laughs> I love a guy with thick eyebrows. Yeah. Speaking as one S- yourself. Support. <laughs> yeah. No, he makes Leading you us look, into the mainstream. Yeah, he makes you look like you've got pencil-thin eyebrows, <laughs> if you've ever seen him. Really? Yeah, exactly. He was also in The Social Network, I remember as well. Who was he in The Social Network? I've never seen the movie, so I couldn't tell you. Okay. Look, if this kid isn't the killer, um, yes. he is... I'm so glad you said that. He is going to be food for worms. Yeah. It's either exactly. one or the other. Yeah. I'm with you there. I definitely think he's the killer, just to spoil our <laughs> plot coming up in a second. But yeah. I love how we just called yeah, it straight there's, away. There's no way that he can't either be related to the killer, working for the killer, or just the killer himself. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Look, how many times have we seen this in movies before? The rookie buddy cop who's out there investigating the crime. Oh, it's the last person we suspect, yeah, right. except we both suspect it. So yeah. yeah. Big yeah. call there, but yeah, I'm glad we're both on the same page. I think throughout the movie, he's going to be the bumbling, new, yeah. not too bumbling, but yeah. like fresh-faced, he's... innocent police officer. That's like the Ooh, audience I don't know surrogate. what I'm doing here. Yeah, yeah, he's the audience surrogate. He gives Chris Rock somebody to explain everything to, helping the audience out as they yeah. go along. And he's like a new, he's sort of dressed up as a new family man, right? He's talking about his new family yeah. and he's bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Killer, 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 killer. And this is all a test for Chris Rock's character. Absolutely. Well. Zeke. Absolutely. So that's why he's there along to help him out and I suppose take him along the twists and turns in the spiral. Take him through the spiral. Yeah. The last person I wanted to talk about playing Captain Angie Garza is Marisol Nichols, who I first saw in a movie called Bowfinger, which is an excellent Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin vehicle. If you've ever heard or seen of that movie. I have, yeah. I can't remember it though. Uh, but she was also in Big Mama's House 2. Oh, that great movie. So you know she's a quality performer. And she was also in a movie called The Sex Monster. Now, before you get too excited and say, hang on, this woman hasn't had much of a career, she, I think, plays a main character, Hermione Lodge or Hermione Cabin in the Woods. Did they make a movie about you, Kieran? Riverdale. The Sex Monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why they cast her in it. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, she's one of the main characters in Riverdale. Hermione something. Okay, well, that's a huge show at the moment. Yeah, exactly. People love that. I think that's why she's quite popular at the moment. So it'll be good to see her in decent film roles again. Yeah. Because it's been a long time since The Sex Monster, I suppose. Decent film roles like uh, Saw. Yeah, okay, fair enough. (laughs) All right, let's start talking about the movie. Let's go for it. All right, so we know who the serial killer is. The killer is Max Mingle. Oh, by the way, I'm just, I'm just seeing the parallels between this franchise and Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Really? Please yes. explain. Well, oh, wait, I see where you're going. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory is a bunch of bratty, greedy kids that their faults are what, you know. It's their undoing. It's their, their undoing. Run. But Willy Wonka sets up all these traps for them to get caught out. Yeah, okay. Wow. Well, I don't think a lot of people have made that comparison before, but that's, that's why you come to this show, folks. <laughs> How do you think this movie will open? It's got to start with a death, right? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So it's got to be, do you reckon it'll, it'll either start two ways. It'll either start with our rookie being introduced to Chris Rock and them driving along, having a conversation. I think that'll be after the opening. Or it'll start with the realization of a killing. Yeah, that's right. So I think Will we do it like Columbo style? Yeah Well no I don't think so I don't think they'll reveal him To be the killer straight away <laughs> And then the rest of the movie Is just Chris Rock Trying to work it out No One more thing So from what I understand From watching the trailer The people being targeted By the serial killer Are cops They're policemen yeah. So they could be crooked cops. They could be I think they're cops, crooked cops who are, you know, taking bribes or, I don't know, helping out mafioso types or something like that. Maybe there was a big case in which was like, yeah. you know, swept under the rug. Yeah, exactly. That's a great idea. You know, there was maybe a- Shanks, that's Max Migula's character, Shank. Maybe Shank's mother was murdered by a serial killer way back in the day, 30 years ago or whenever, when he was a little boy. And the serial and the killer police, walked. Yeah police were so incompetent that they basically let the serial killer go free. Yeah. Um, or they, they didn't effectively bring him to justice. So he's taking out all of the detectives who previously were involved with that case. This is just a stretch, mind mm, you. Yeah. I think that's something that could possibly happen. That's a good motive. I don't know if it would work because I keep thinking of the city's dark past yeah. keeps getting mentioned. Which, Maybe. as I said before, I think it might be the Zodiac Killer. We Maybe. don't know if this movie's taking place in New York or San Francisco. Yeah. I think we saw New York in the opening shot of the trailer now that yeah. I think about it. <laughs> Maybe, that scraps my um, whole idea. Maybe it was a case of like the police police letting like a racial killing go because you know what i mean back in the day oh, they were yeah maybe you know what i mean they max were... mingler is a white guy yeah well, you know well he's half italian but anyway maybe it's against italians i don't know yeah well you never know the dark history of <laughs> the bronx <laughs> in new york just an history. idea just an idea but i think it would tie everything together if everybody who was dying was related to a case yeah of some description yeah i definitely like that direction rather than just like i'm just killing the corrupt cops Like, if they're all tied in because, and they all deserve it. And maybe this thing can be Zeke's redemption story because he was involved in it. Mm, He doesn't look that old. I would say that Max Mingler and Chris Rock are roughly the same age. I think Mm. Max Mingler is about 10 years younger, but. Yeah, roughly the same age. I don't think that Chris Rock would have been involved, but maybe he is doing shady stuff as well. Maybe okay. Shank is trying to teach him a lesson and say, don't make the mistakes that your yes. other people made in your department. You've got to learn to be a better cop. You've got to be, learn to be a better detective. And I'm going to teach you right. the hard yeah, way. But let's say opener, police find a body, has a spiral I carved I think we're going to see the murder. We're going to see... We're going to see the murder. Yeah. So one of the murders that happens in the trailer is it looks like somebody's hit by a train. There's uh, definitely some sort of chaos going on on a train track. So I'm just going to throw it out there. The first murder we're going to see is like, I don't know, a drunk policeman stumbles onto the train tracks or maybe he's... And he's got to urinate as well, like they all do. Yeah, this is just me throwing this out there. But Mm -hmm. I noticed in the trailer, there was a lot of like debris around the body on the train track. So either he's being led there by the serial killer. There's something set up there that incriminates him. And then, you know, he's trying to scramble and gather it all up. Oh, that's good. And then he's taken out by the train because he doesn't realize he's on a train track or something like that because he's in the dark. Yeah, that works. Yeah, okay. That works. Let's go with that. I don't know what else it would be unless he was tied to the train tracks like, you know, a 1940s. I don't think so. Serial. (laughs) I think he was definitely hit by accident because he's standing up when you see him hit by the train in the trailer. Mm. And he seems to be an older guy too. So that fits in with our idea. That does. 
you know, a previous case connected to Shank's past. I like that we're just, yeah, he's definitely the killer. <laughs> well, what else can we go on? We've got nothing else to go on here. There's no other character. I, I, suppose, I thought like unless it's Samuel uh, L. Jackson. Unless it's Captain Angie. Unless we're led to believe that it's Shank, and but it turns out the twist. It's actually Angie the whole time, the woman. I mean, you could have a curveball and it could be Zeke. Could be like, I was oh, the bad guy all the yeah, time. I don't, I don't think Don't do see that. it happening. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, I think, will be revealed to be a bad cop or at least be yeah. involved in nefarious activity. Well, it's his colleagues that are being killed off. Yeah. He was one of the older policemen working on that fateful case. It's mm-hmm. going to make sense, right? So he thinks that he's being targeted. Mind you, 100%, I guarantee that Samuel Jackson is going to die in this movie. Okay, definitely. Okay, but I want to add something to this opening. Yep. Uh, this cop who's going to get killed, he's just retired. So he's, he gets his watch and everything. one day into retirement. And he's well, carrying his gold watch. He's get, carrying his and gold his watch. And his pension in his other hand. Well, it's like, we meet this cop, right? Yeah. Visualize this with me. We meet this cop. Everyone's applauding him. They're like, you're such a great police officer. Thanks for your service. Yeah. He has a few wines. Yeah. He's having a great time. Oh, we're, I'm we're, so glad I bought this new Bentley with all the payouts <laughs> I was getting over We're the led years. to believe he's a good guy. He leaves, yeah. he goes, he's stumbling around and then he finds maybe something lures him out into the train tracks because he sees somebody who he, you know, abused or something or some Sounds indication. Sounds like LA Confidential now. He does a little bit and he sort of chases it out and then he's trying to, you know, discard all this evidence because we realise, oh yeah. my God, he's not a good guy and then bang, train hits him. Yeah, there's all these photos of him with mob bosses exchanging <laughs> envelopes. Yeah, train hits him. Or a recording. Maybe he's a recording. Maybe there's a TV there. There's a TV on the train tracks showing evidence. <laughs> Because it looks a little bit like a TV. But I think, I think if it's a recording, he could hear it and he could be chasing the sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it'd be like, where's this coming from? What, yeah. How did they get this? We see a light flash, boom. And yeah. then we see our police officers or just even random police officers observing this body spiral carved in to his skin. Yeah, that's right. Well, I think we'll leave that crime scene for a while. We'll be introduced to our two detective characters first. So we've got Zeke and Shank. What great names, by the way. I'm Terrible looking forward to names. saying those all the way through this plot. So I think we're going to cut to the police station. Here's your new partner, yeah. Zeke. I Here's work Zeke. alone. Yeah, that's right. Or oh, he worked with Samuel L. Jackson, so. Oh, did he? Well, isn't Samuel L. Jackson his mentor? Yeah, I think so. Maybe Samuel L. Jackson's retiring as well, and he was Zeke's previous partner. I think he's been promoted. Right, okay. Because he's like the boss. Yeah. Mm, okay. I don't know how police hierarchies work, yeah. other than watching movies. Well, so. there's, <laughs> there's do, officer, detective, yep. and boss. That's just the so police he's ranking. The chief. Yeah, he's the chief. He'd yeah. be a great chief. Yeah. They've just say he's police veteran, Samuel Jackson. I'm going to presume he's corrupt. I'm going to presume he's food for worms. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Zeke needs a new partner. Here is rookie detective Max Bengler. Shank. Shank. Uh, you've got a brand new case. There's Playing the guy Pierce role. One of our, yeah, exactly, at Exley. One of our old buddies, the guy who just retired yesterday, we just finished giving him his gold watch and now it's crushed into a million pieces along with him on the train tracks. You've got to go investigate. But why was he in the train tracks? He doesn't live near that area. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Let's go and investigate. Yeah, exactly. So they'll drive there in Zeke's classic car. He looks like he's got some sort of Dodge Charger or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Which led me to believe that this was a 70s period piece I at thought first. It- was as well. Which Um, I thought, that's interesting because they could explore Jigsaw's origin a little bit. Young Jigsaw. But he wasn't a killer at that stage. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why, first of all, it doesn't work. Second of all, it doesn't work because it's not a period piece. Even though that would be cool. But I guess that's too much like Zodiac. It's too much like almost every 70s buddy cop movie that we've seen. I think they're trying to make it look like a 70s movie. Yeah, exactly. But set it in modern day. We're getting those vibes on purpose. Yeah, yeah. To get into that whole Zodiac vibe. Because they're even dressed like 70s detectives. Like, they don't dress like modern detectives at all. (laughs) 
that'll be a fun aspect of this yeah. movie, I think. Yeah. I, you know, I do like this. If they 70s. have a rockin' soundtrack, yes. this will be a great movie. So, are they investigating this crime scene? Yeah, absolutely. But first, we'll be introduced to them as they talk to each other in the car on the way to the crime scene, of like course. we see in the trailer. Of course. So we're going to get to know, you know, Max Mingle is like, oh, i got a brand new baby. i got a wife that I just married. I'm looking forward to getting apple pie and, and Zeke's steak cynical, when I get home. Because he's been in the job for a little while. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is exactly like in Dirty Harry. If you remember when Dirty Harry got the rookie partner who mm-hmm. had the wife as well. And then that guy ended up, you know, leaving the police force because he got shot. It's setting up exactly the same way as that. But we all think, oh, this guy is dead meat, right? Shank, he's dead meat. He's going to be killed because he keeps talking about his family, mm. his wife, how great it is. Who don't exist, by the way. Yeah, exactly. They don't actually exist. Maybe that's how he finds it. He goes around to his house and the family isn't there or anything just like that. just pictures of all the it's police officers. newspapers and articles clipped all over the wall. See, this is all coming together in my oh, head so well. Yep. I'm so glad we're on the same page <laughs> with this. Usually we fight and we can't agree. <laughs> wow. How smooth. It's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. They get to know each other. They laugh. We're like, these guys are going to be great buddies. There's no way that one of them secretly the killer. And then they arrive at the crime scene. They start investigating. And I think there'll be a moment where Shank is, he play acts a little bit. And he's sort of like grossed out by the body. He's like, I've never seen one this bad before. And Chris Rock's sort of like, ah, what a noob. Get used to it, kid. What a noob. (laughs) What a noob. Yeah. As he's teabagging the dead body. Yeah, exactly. You noob. This was no scoped. Zeke's going to find something on the body that no one else finds. Yeah. As well. Absolutely. Um, Because I think everybody else will be like, huh? He must have just died on the train. He'll find a piece of that evidence that reveals that this detective was corrupt. I think he's going to find the spiral symbol. I know I'm harping on at this, but yeah. I think it's very important. Well, that I think we that'll see be that obvious. There'll be a big spray painted spiral symbol into the entrance he, to the tunnel. He'll do like an Indiana Jones thing and climb up a staircase and yeah. like look down. It's like the body is shaped like oh, a spiral. He's, he's pointing. He's pointing in that direction. Oh my god! Imagine that. The train managed to make him point. <laughs> Now, I think it'll be pretty gruesome. There won't be much of him left. But I strongly believe that they'll work out, he'll work out, Zeke, that is, will work out that he was corrupt. They all thought he was a great guy. Turns out he was corrupt and connected to this previous case. Do you think he'll find out then? Or do you think that yeah, that'll then. be a real, well, realization he'll, he'll that will happen later? find evidence and be like, oh, I don't understand how this connects and it'll come together later. Okay, cool. Because I foresee that there's going to be an argument between Samuel Jackson... Marcus. Marcus and Zeke, where he's yeah. just like, this happened years ago, like, how could you... You do this and it's like you don't understand you know it was a different time and all that yeah. sort of thing you know, there's gonna be i like think a they'll fight. get into the case like in the middle of the movie, yeah like the fateful case yeah there was this little boy there that was orphaned we never knew what happened to him but he had these <laughs> massive eyebrows <laughs> and then meanwhile shank is in the back Shank's like, like shuffling awkwardly oh are you sure there kid. was a little kid, kid there i'm sure he would have had a horrible upbringing coming up as an orphan i feel very sorry for him and you should too <laughs> anyway I think at this point, we'll get into the history. They'll investigate the history of that detective who's dead or that former police detective, retired detective that's dead. They'll find about his shady dealings. And then eventually this will lead us to our next murder. Again, I think another either veteran or retired police officer. This is the one I believe in the ute, the pickup truck. Mm -hmm. What do you think will lead us to this point? And what do you think the circumstances are? There's obviously a dead body in the pickup truck. Will we know this character before... Maybe peripherally. 
could he be the coroner or someone like that? Someone they meet on the yeah. case and he's like... Yeah, someone definitely well, involved weird. with that previous case. This imaginary yeah. case that we've concocted. Oh, but I mean, I mean somebody who's on the crime scene when they're investigating the train mm, Not necessarily. I don't, okay. I don't think they have to So I think it's be. going to be a surprise. It's out of nowhere. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But you do agree, though, that they are connected. They're a veteran police officer connected to this previous absolutely, case. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm saying that they'll, they'll be doing their thing and all of a sudden they'll be like, there was, there's another dead body found. Yeah. Exactly, under yep. this bridge. Under this bridge. It's got a big so spiral. It shows all the signs of the spiral killer. Yeah, and what, so what, what? what's this ute killing then? Like, what, what does it show in the trailer? Because I missed that. Well, they just show a ute that's been abandoned with a spiral on it, and they uh, sort of go up to it, guns drawn, yep. pull open the door, and then we don't see what's inside. But it, we, we understand that it's shocking, disturbing to the police officers because they sort of there's a split second where they react to it. Right. He's all chopped up. Or burnt or, or grossly asphyxiated. Mm. Who knows? Maybe there was a piece of the original police officer's body that was missing and that's in the... Yeah. He's like, face is sewn onto this Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something gruesome like that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is another, of course, corrupt cop as we keep harping on about related to this case. And this is where Zeke, with the help of Shank, starts to piece this together. Yeah. And the police force will be pushing back. They'll be like, look, we're all for you finding out this killer, but don't go Samuel L. Jackson at this point will realize, he goes, hang on. They're gunning for cops from my unit who helped investigate the case. That means that I've got a big target on my head. So he's sort of trying to solve the case as quickly as he can by himself without letting on that he is corrupt himself or he was involved in this shady case all these years ago. Mm -hmm. I think at around this point, this is where Samuel Jackson will be killed off. Ooh, yeah, good, good idea. But I think I just had another idea. Yes. That when we figure out the killer's backstory, I know this will be in the later end of the movie. He'll be tied up by a killer, and he'll and he'll manage to escape himself, making into the whole jigsaw motif, like the little boy. Oh, okay. Because you know how in the original movie, jigsaw, how he came up with the concept was he was in a car accident and he like pulled himself out. Oh, of the I didn't remember that. Okay. Mm, yeah, maybe. Well. He already has this connection to a serial killer because we just presume that his mother or he, maybe both of his parents were murdered by yeah. a serial killer. But that the serial killer murdered their parents. He was like trapped and he managed... Maybe he played possum. He managed, to, managed escape. to escape. Yeah, yeah, he managed to escape. The police catch this guy and let him go. Or they never caught him because they were too busy being corrupt. Yes, yes. But yes, so Samuel Jackson dies. Yeah, he's killed off while trying to hunt down the killer. He's got his gun drawn in a tunnel. You don't think uh, Zeke will kill Samuel? No, I don't think so. You know, no, when he tries to definitely be killed by. Oh, yeah, I think they'll have a confrontation. They'll have a confrontation because Zeke and Shank will find out about Samuel Jackson's corruption. They'll mm. find out that good old Marcus, he was involved with these shady dealings. And Samuel Jackson will be like, look, if you guys are going to continue digging to this, I'm going to have to take you out. Yeah. So I think at some point they're going to be kicked out of the force or something like that. Taken off the case. Taking off the case. They'll taken definitely into be the chief's taken off office the and shouted at. And in the middle of this act, I think there's going to be dead bodies, dead bodies everywhere yeah. where they're just sort of. We'll just chuck in a few more dead yeah. detectives for <laughs> dead the sake detectives, of it. Yeah. And they're piecing it all together. Zeke gets obsessed with the case. Yep. Samuel Jackson gets Shanks angry. Shanks like, it's not healthy for you to be this involved in the case. You've got to go home, spend some time with your family. I don't have a family. I think Shanks gonna, we're going to think he's dead as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think there'll be a point towards the end where it looks like the killer has snatched up and killed Shank, but this is all an elaborate setup by Shank himself. Mm. And how are we going to work Angie into this? Angie Gaza. She's a captain, so. She's a police officer? Yeah, that's right. She's a captain. She's too young to be part of the... the... No, she's older than you think. She's oh, really? in her 40s. Oh, wow. 
wow, looks great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you think she would be uh, the good cop or do you think she's as corrupt? She as might be the else? boss, you know. We're presuming that Samuel Jackson's the boss, but she could be the boss, you well, know. I just presume Samuel Jackson's the boss. He's a man? No. Misogynist pig? Because he came in and yelled at uh, Zeke in the trailer. Yeah, that's just because I thought they were digging too deep into his history, maybe. finding out about his corruption. Maybe. Well, maybe she is the boss. Let's just say that for the Let's sake of equality. It. Let's do that. I and like that. Changing females' roles in movies. Given them more more dynamic roles yeah, in, exactly. uh, in cinema. So she's the boss. She's going to survive the whole movie. Or maybe she was involved in some way in the Ooh, past. Maybe she sort of climbed up that corrupt ladder and she's yeah. like, she's a good character. You know, she she managed yeah. to get through it. Yeah. All right. Let's say that. Let's say we're probably completely wrong. But for the sake of our movie, this is what's going to happen. So she doesn't die? No, I'm going to say she doesn't die. She lives through it. But for a while, we suspect that she's the killer because she was the righteous one oh. back in the day. When all this corruption was going on in the department, they're like, aha, she was always the goody two-shoes. She was the the Serpico (laughs) to all the other corrupt cops. So maybe she's the one trying to out them. Or maybe there's a thing where she dies anyway because even though she was a good cop, she still was around when all these corrupt things were happening. Yeah. So by proxy, she's a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Sending a message, I guess. Spiral killer is a piece of work. (laughs) Yeah. Are we saying that she dies or she doesn't die? It's the sort of movie where you think everybody dies. dies. Yeah, okay. Let's say she dies then. Poor Angie. Maybe they think, she, if we're going with your idea that they th- we think that she's the killer, maybe our, Just for a bit. our uh, protagonist killer. Maybe Zeke kills her because he thinks she's the killer. Yeah. Or maybe they apprehend her in some way, which would be difficult because she's the captain. But yeah, and put she her turns in jail. Up, she turns up dead like Jeffrey Epstein in a jail cell. Yes. Nice reference yeah. there. There you go. Keeping topical. Yes, um, podcast. Yeah. Something that happened months ago. Anyway. <laughs> cool. I'm happy with that. She dies in a jail cell. That's a gruesome thing. Yeah. We're like, oh, we caught the killer. And then all of a sudden yeah. she's... And she's got the spiral. And oh, like, it wasn't her. How did she? How did the killer get in the jail cell? Yeah. The killer's inside the department. We've got so little to go on that I could almost guarantee that none of this will actually happen in the movie. But if we get like one thing, <laughs> if we even nail the killer down, yeah. I'll be happy. I'll be. I'll consider it a victory for both of us. So I think we'll once the captain dies, we're going to think it's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, unless he's dead already at this point. And then Samuel Jackson dies. Samuel Jackson, they'll get into a little bit of a scuffle. Samuel Jackson will be killed. That's when the the shit hits the fan. Yep. The reveal happens. Where Shank turns around and is like, hey, yo, I'm not dead. Also, I'm the killer. Yeah. You called him Shank before he's Shank. But when Shank goes missing, because we're going to presume that he is kidnapped or disappeared, presumed dead, Chris Rock will go around to his house to inform the family, let the wife and the kid know, look, this is what happened to your husband. He's a great friend of mine. I'm going to sort it out. Don't worry. I'm hot on the tail of this killer anyway. I'm going to prevent him from dying. It's just like the Zodiac Killer. He's down a well somewhere. I'm going to stop him from suffocating before yeah. the time runs out. And But when he goes there, he walks in. Ooh, we've got the house of a serial killer. And he's there, and that's where we get the reveal. Okay. What do you think? I like it. So there's the clippings all over the walls. There's the string pointing to different police officers' photographs on the wall. And he's reacting to it. And all of a sudden we see uh, Shank. What's his name? Shank. Shank. Yeah, Shank. Shank. We see Shank behind Zeke. And he's like... With a big painted spiral on his face. Well done, detective. I didn't think you would figure it out. And he's going to be completely different to how we've seen him in the movie so far. And that's when we'll get the explanation. Look, my mother was left dead in the street for two weeks and the serial killer's still out there today. I think it was Samuel Jackson. Uh, I think... I like the... uh, And you guys did nothing. Because how I'm picturing the killer's backstory is like, you know, the Watchmen? 
you know um mm. uh, Rorschach's backstory or no the the scene oh. where Rorschach finds <laughs> the little girl and she's oh, yeah, burned. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see a similar kind the, of situation. Well, what's left of the little girl yeah, exactly. with the pedophile. We're going to have a similar situation with Shink and his mother or his parent are captured yeah. by a serial killer, kills his family. He manages to escape, but it's like he does so in a very Saw-esque way because yeah. he's sort of trapped. Has to crawl he's through glass. Up. Exactly. Police let the team down because <laughs> they don't, you know, manage yeah. to prosecute the killer. Yeah, and he grows up. Him. So like the Zodiac killer. They never found the Zodiac killer in real life. Yeah. So he grows up to be another jigsaw. And yeah. I think we're all going to, f- we're going to like find I out. Said, the big lesson is trying to teach Chris Rock to be a better detective. He's like, don't make the same mistakes that yep. your other colleagues yep. did. Your, your mentors did. And we will find all this out through a saw style flashback. You know yep. how they always do that yep. where it's like, flash, 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 flash. We'll see him placing evidence. Yeah. Signing up to the police academy, going through the academy with his little uniform on and combing his eyebrows in the mirror. We as the audience will be like, oh, wow, we did didn't see that coming, except we did. Yeah, we did see yeah, it exactly. Coming. You heard it here first, folks. We nailed it. Yep. So, and what does Zeke die? No, we didn't even cover the bit where Zeke has a saw. Yeah, that's right. And he's right. chained up. So Shit. I think Zeke will be put by Max Mingler by Shank. He'll be put in that classic saw situation. That's where it's got to end, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, this is where he'll be going through Shank's house. Zeke yep. will be going through Shank's house. He'll realize that he's the killer. Clonk, he's clonked on the back okay, of yep, the head yep, yep. by a hammer or a, a milk bottle or something like that. And when he wakes up, he's chained in that classic saw-style bathroom with the saw. And he's just like, oh shit, I know, I know all about this case. It was one of those classic murder cases. And this will, is where we'll have the reveal. The, yeah, the and this flashback is where he'll reveal. come in. He'll come in through that big metal iconic sliding door and, yep. and go, look, this is what happened with my family, the serial killer, blah, 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 blah. Now, mind you, there's also a point where you see police officers cutting through that big iconic metal door on uh, the other side. Yeah. So we've got to work that in as well. Like, uh, like the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Ooh. Yeah. I've got an idea. So he's chained to the door. Shink oh, you're thinking him. Silence of the Lambs, aren't Shink you? has left him like for dead. Police officers open the door. We think he's saved. It's a nice little Friday the 13th ending. It's like, da 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 da. Well, no, I was thinking Silence of the Lambs. They're like cutting through the door. And they open up and it's like the wrong room. Oh, that'd be great. And it's like, oh shit, I'm But screwed. didn't they do that? Wasn't that a twist in one of the other movies? They open it up and, and everyone's already dead. Yeah, that's right. They did that in the either first or second so movie, I think. what I'm thinking is, is that the police open the door and we're like, oh my God, our hero is saved. They look at Zeke and they're just like, sorry, because he knows too much. And they leave him to die. Yeah, I like that. Now, there's a couple of things in the trailer that we need to work into our plot okay. a little bit. Yep. So there's a point where the cops, so we've got Zeke and presumably Shank and then another person, they're wearing balaclavas and carrying guns and going through a hotel, it looks like. Mm-hmm. What do you think's going on there? A dead body found in a hotel? Yeah, or maybe they track the killer's location or what they presume to be the location. They put the clues together and mm-hmm. they're like, he is here in this hotel, but why are they wearing balaclavas? I don't know, because they're the police, so they don't really need yeah. to wear balaclavas. Unless they're taking matters into their own hands Is somehow. Zeke wearing a balaclava? Yeah, he's definitely Zeke. One of those policemen is definitely Zeke. Well, maybe that's where they're off the case, in quotation marks. Right. So he's going rogue. Yeah, okay, let's just say that because we have no better explanation. Now, there's another bit where there's an AA meeting or what looks like some sort of AA meeting in a church. Uh-huh. Now, I'm presuming that one of the former detectives, one of the other detectives... Was trying to fix their life? Was They're trying to turn their life around. They were corrupt. They were an alcoholic. They were a wife beater, whatever. Yep. Now that they've retired, they've gone to this church, AA meeting, whatever it is, yep. trying to turn their life around. And they investigate him there at that meeting because they think that he's going to be a target. 
Yeah. And of course, surprise, surprise, he turns up dead two scenes later. Yep. I think what would be good is if... With he, a crucifix rammed up his ass. He gets really stressed out or something like that. He drinks some alcohol. Alcohol yeah. is poisoned. It burns him from the inside or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's great. That's better than my crucifix angle. <laughs> See? Yeah, well, there you go. Because if he just stood by his AA if he foundations, he would have been alive. Didn't have to give back his medal. He would have been all right. So there was another moment where we see a guy with his hands in a trap with his face in one of those classic jaw-ripping-off saw-style traps, I suppose. You know, like the bear trap that goes on the head? Yeah. We see a guy oh, in one of Oh, the one that like opens up and it yeah. rips their head open. Yeah, that's right. So we see a guy with one of those and he's got his fingers in what look like wires or cables connected to the table in front of him. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just going to be one of the random bodies for the body count, right? One yeah. of the other Police policemen officers, yeah. who were involved with this previous case. But what are the wires? Maybe he's know. got to like yeah. answer a question. Yeah, maybe. a cow goes quack quack. Anyway, <laughs> head rips off. Yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's going to be some elaborate. Oh, you've got to. I don't know. Pull your finger out, otherwise your head will <laughs> get ripped off. <laughs> pull your finger out and do your police work. <laughs> um, or maybe it's. I don't know. He has to. Maybe that's just what's holding him in position. It stops him from touching his head. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he controls, and I'm and I'm kind of pulling off Fantasy Island here. Maybe he controls the bear trap of another police officer. So yeah, two maybe. people facing each other. Maybe, maybe I doubt it, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> just throwing out ideas. So all of these elaborate traps overall don't really matter. So we don't need to get all of the circumstances and the characters and the no. traps exactly right. Because the important thing is is that every single trap is a fault of that person. That's so right. it's related to that personality and they're there for a reason. They're there because they deserve to be there. And there is a way to get out of every single trap. Because that's yeah, part of the jigsaw presumably. philosophy. Well, he's not the jigsaw killer. He's the spiral killer. Oh, okay. But I suppose he was inspired by a jigsaw in some way. But, you know, this is from the Book of Saw. So yeah. it's going to be some relation. So I think this will take place in a universe where the jigsaw killings happened. But this is a totally new serial killer, a totally new motives, so on and so forth. We're, and he's inspired We're starting by a jigsaw. new franchise. Yeah. We're going to have Spiral 2 next year. Or we might have a different killer that's taken. Yeah, we're going to have uh, Bobby Jones from the Book of Saw next week. The circle killer. Yeah. The sea killer, because there's the saw killer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, yes, um, I think our, our killer that we've predicted will be inspired by the original saw yeah. killer. So it'll be like this... Jigsaw. Yeah. Jigsaw will be a, a mythological presence yeah, exactly. in this universe. That exactly. no one is really talking about, but because they're trying to cover it up, but he exists. He happened. Now, there's another point in the trailer where it looks like there's either like a dummy or a body sitting on the train tracks. So I think that. I thought that, it was a dummy. I thought it was yeah, a mannequin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like thing. a mannequin style dummy or like a ventriloquist dummy. Didn't we see the uh, the original dummy in this trailer? The original. Oh, you mean Billy? Yeah. No, we did not. Okay. But I think this dummy, we think it's going to be Billy. But that's what leads that initial policeman down to the train tracks to be hit by the car. Because he thinks it's a person. It's a dummy. He turns it around. All the evidence is there in an envelope on its lap. He goes through it. Bang. Hit by the train. How did I get? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you there. So aside from the balaclavas in the hotel, I think we've basically got this down pat. Yeah. I mean, uh, the balaclavas. What We would just presume they're off the case. So they're doing some extracurricular police work under the table. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. What they else don't want to be caught. I, yeah. Why else would they wear balaclavas? Yeah, there's no reason for police to wear balaclavas unless they're worried about being identified by the serial killer. I mean, unless they're the and only targeted. Re- the only reason would be, yeah, maybe. 
That's a really good point. Maybe they're going undercover. I don't know. But why would they go undercover? That makes no sense. Yeah. So yeah, not trying to be recognized. Um, going rogue, I guess. Yeah. So they're either trying to hide their identity from the police department or they're trying to hide their identity from the serial killer. And maybe that puppet, that mannequin that the police officer found was the toy of Shink. He had a giant mannequin that he dragged around everywhere. Yeah, maybe. I think that's a stretch. Maybe. I think but maybe it's related to, think, to the I think case. you just think... I think you're just supposed to think that it's a person, but instead it's a dummy. What do you think? Yep, I'm happy to go with that. So should we quickly go back over it for the sake of everybody who's confused? Let's summarize this plot of sort. And then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. So... Cold open with a recently retired police officer being killed on a train track. He's led to After his, his retirement ceremony? Yeah, after his great bar, <laughs> booze up, gold watch giving retirement ceremony. We've got Zeke and Schenk being introduced to each other. They drive down to the case and get to know each other along the way. They investigate the series of spiral killing murders. Samuel Jackson is involved in the same case as all of the other victims. So we believe that he's a target. So he's trying to get on the hot foot and try and find the killer. Mm -hmm. But we uncover eventually that these detectives are either corrupt or they didn't do enough to help catch this previous serial killer from years ago. So Samuel Jackson is worried about people finding out about his corruption. So he comes to blows with Zeke and Shank. Samuel Jackson is killed off. We think that their captain, Angie Garza, could possibly be the killer. They have all this evidence against her. She was a goody two-shoes back in the day, and they think that she's emulating the jigsaw killer and then trying to teach them a lesson, so they apprehend her. She turns up dead in a jail cell or something along those lines. Shank goes missing. He's presumed kidnapped and murdered. Zeke goes round to see Shank's family. They don't exist. We find out that Shank isn't who he appears to be. He's actually some sort of crazy killer. Zeke gets bonked on the head. He wakes up in the Saw-style situation. The other policemen, they're incompetent. They think they've tracked down the right location. They go to enter the building. Twists. They just steal it from Silence of the Lambs, apparently. So we're going with this one, not that the police leave him for dead? Well, they're cutting through the door, so they're obviously doing some sort of effort. I, I like the idea of Silence of the Lambs. They open up the door. It's the wrong location even though I'm sure Zeke would hear that they're not soaring through his door. Anyway, we won't. We will be shot in a way that looks really clever. Yeah. He's essentially left for dead there. He's left to suffer. We don't know what happens to Zeke. Are we going to say that? Like, Yep, not going to know what happens. We're left him. with him with the saw, contemplating cutting off his own arm to escape. And then Max Mengula, Shank, he lives to kill another day. That, is that good. what we said? Yep, that's exactly what we said. And that In a fits, nutshell. That fits the formula, and I'm happy with that. And I think... Oh, and there's going to be a spiral staircase in the movie. Yes, there's going to be a spiral staircase. That's really important. Look, I don't know if we'll get everything right, but I think... Or anything. Or anything, but I think... Oh, I don't know. I think I think we'll get some stuff right. So you're feeling confident about this I'm one? I'm not feeling 100% confident, but I'm feeling feel 45% confident. Okay. There you go. I'm, I've got to tell you, I'm feeling pretty good about this one too. Yep. We'll see how it goes when the movie comes out, whenever that may be. Yep. But if we've missed any details in the trailer... Yeah, if you're a massive, we've missed a lot, I can tell you that. If, if you're a massive Saw fan, if you've been thinking and pondering about... About this plot for a while and you have any ideas yep. write in there's a few places you can contact us and where are those places Matty D oh, well we have an email address which is potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com that's right we also are available on Facebook it's just Potential Spoilers just look for our logo which I'm sure you can see on your podcasting app wherever you're listening to us yep. you can also find us on Twitter and you can also find us on Instagram there you go also you can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site that's right if you want to reach us that way so now that we've finished discussing Saw and probably getting 90% of it wrong. (laughs) Let's talk about what we're going to be predicting next week. 
I'm excited for this one. It's you a are? nice little change of tone. Yeah, we're going from horrific gore porn to family fun. Well, I don't know. I think these uh, these two franchises are very similar. I mean, it's well, about... Well, they both start with S. Uh, and, and they're both mystery solving. Yeah. You know, it's about people yeah. solving a mystery. They're about twists and turns. Mm, yeah. Well, what else can we say? It's the next installment in the long-running Scooby-Doo franchise. <laughs> it's another Scooby-Doo movie. I think it's partly standard Scooby-Doo mystery, but also an origin story for Shaggy and Scooby. Nice. And the name of the movie is Scoob. Scoob! 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 So I'm looking forward to talking about that. We're going to eat our Scooby week. snacks. Yeah, that's right. We're going to solve the mystery of that plot. We're going to keep an eye on that creepy gardener that's hanging yeah. around. Old man Jenkins. Something's wrong about him. Yeah, exactly. And we'll be back to talk all about it next week. See you then. You want to play a little game? <laughs>